Welcome to Memphis Treasures, where we tell the stories of Memphis. My guest today is Memphis singer, songwriter, and history tour guide, Cecil Yancey. I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining. Every day, still praying as onward I bound, or plant my feet on higher ground. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I have a special guest today, Cecil Yancey. And you may not know the name, but if you've ever done a tour downtown, the Memphis Mojo Tour, a Backbeat Tour, you have seen and heard his work. And I have had the immense pleasure of doing that twice. Uh, and so I've, I can't wait for this uh, interview. Cecil, it's been a pleasure uh, seeing you here, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Mark, for having me. So so tell me a little bit about yourself. I know you're not originally from Memphis. I think from northern Alabama. Correct? I am. I'm from a little area called Sand Mountain, Alabama, and very isolated area. It's really the only, uh, it, it's, a, it's a mountain in the middle of the valley there. It's okay. sand where most of the things around there are, are clay and stuff, and and uh, a very rich history of music. Uh, the Leuven okay. Brothers, okay. who Probably played that. here in Memphis, mm-hmm. they were from uh, Sand Mountain. I lived about, oh, about 10 miles from where the Leuven Brothers grew up, and, and just about five miles down the down the road where Vestal Goodman, okay. uh, the Singing Goodmans, uh, grew Goodmans. up That's right. and, and sang and everything. And, and I grew up in the Holiness Church. Okay. I grew up with uh, with singing uh, uh, that didn't we didn't they did not allow <laughs> they did not allow instruments, instruments. yes that's in church they did not allow instruments in church and so uh, how I really got my start in singing was at four years old I'm a very I know I was a very loud kid it's hard to imagine <laughs> my, me being know, loud now today but. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I was really loud. And I was disrupting the Sunday school class. So this little old lady named Omi Williams, she, instead of spanking me, or worse, telling my mama to get me in the worst trouble, right, right. she takes me out of the class and gets somebody else to, to teach the class. And then she teaches me how to read shape notes, and she teaches me how to sing harmony. So I, I like to say I've been singing harmony with beautiful women all my life. <laughs> That's right, since four years old. <laughs> yes. That's a great uh, way of redirecting a kid instead it of just, really is. you know, really trying is. to squash them. And obviously that worked out because you're obviously still singing today and, and everything. So that's that's a great story. Thank you. Well, I have a quote here uh, yes. from a Dr. Ken Storz. Yes. And he said, Cecil is a Memphis treasure, which I think is perfect because we all know that the title of this podcast is Memphis Treasures. And uh, I think that people like you and what you do are exactly what is good about Memphis. And, and right now, obviously, where we're recording this, we need a little bit of that. So yes. uh, I'm, I'm very happy that you're here. I know you also do a radio show. And, and just spoiler alert, he's got a guitar on right now. So I'm just <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, you do a couple of radio shows, which I've heard. Uh, one of them is a Johnny Cash thing that's on, uh, and the radio station is WVZM. I have to say that slowly. Um, 100.3 FM uh, in Memphis, uh, and just does some amazing things with Johnny Cash. And then I know you do a gospel show on Sunday. Morning. I do. 
I do. I have the I have the Johnny Cash on on Friday and Sunday, and then on Sunday at ten o'clock, I do uh, songs that soothe the soul. That's basically uh, where I'm where I'm just got my guitar, right? And and I sing these old time gospel songs that I grew up on, oh, and tell the story about growing up in the Snake Handling Church in North Alabama, and telling all that all mm. the really interesting uh, characters that. That I remember as a kid. That has to be some stories. There. Oh, some wonderful, wonderful <laughs> stories, and yeah. and I get to do it for I get to do it for an hour. Yeah, uh, right. It's just absolutely yeah. fabulous. And I've heard those shows, and they are Thank fabulous. You. Yes, they Thank are. Thank you absolutely. so much. I appreciate that. Well, I did mention that you have a guitar, and so I'm gonna put you on the spot. Oh, you want to do a little something, whatever you want to do. I'm pressing on. The upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as onward I bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up and let me stand. My faith in heaven, stable land, a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. My heart has no desire to stay Where doubts survive and fears dismay No some may dwell where these abound My prayer, my aim is higher ground Lord, lift me up and let me stand My faith in heaven's table land A higher plane that I have found Lord, plant my feet on higher ground, or plant my feet on higher, higher ground. Uh, that was special. Thank you for that. That's that's excellent. I love Thank to hear you that. So much. Um, you play those type songs, and you play obviously songs from Johnny Cash and things like that on the tour. Sitting on a bus, rolling down the road backwards. I've always been a fan yes, of that. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I always think, wow, that's got to be a little interesting to do that. Uh, but just, I, I really appreciate that. I, like I said, I've had the pleasure to do that twice. And if you, if anybody out there listening has not had a chance to do that, please go down and do that. Thank um, you. All of the the history and everything. I've been a history buff for a long time, been a musician for a long time. So I have a lot of respect for being able to do that, uh, especially at the level in which you do it. So, um, but, uh, so born in Alabama, moved yes. here in 2009, 2009 came here with my, with my late wife, um, uh, came here with my, with my father who we were, uh, taking care of. Uh, we took care of him for like two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, and got here and uh, to be closer to the VA hospital. He he passed away about two two months later, mm -hmm. and uh, we got here in Memphis and and it was like coming home. Yeah, it was like absolutely coming home. We just got into the music scene and got into the Songwriters Association and absolutely absolutely it's a, it's the greatest place on yeah. the face of this earth. Yeah, yeah, I I have been here all my life and I would definitely agree with that. I mean the music here. Uh, just kind of gets inside you if you've been here for any length of time. And, and that's what you like to do. Now, if you're not a musician, you don't know anything about music, but most everybody can enjoy music. Yes. We have lots of places. We were talking with some friends a few weeks ago that, and this was before you got here in the 80s and the 90s, you could go any night of the week and go see an excellent band. 
in a, in a bar or a club or something wow. around town. It's not quite like that anymore, which I miss. But the uh, Overton Square was very popular in downtown. was was still popular back before uh, Beale Street and everything really got back rejuvenated, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, so, do you, are you playing around town? Do you play? I know you have some, maybe some songwriter. Yes, I, I do. Uh, I do a. Um, I do a bluegrass show, a history of bluegrass through the eyes of Bill Monroe. It's a two-hour show that I wrote and. Uh, and I did it out at the uh, Germantown Community Theater back in uh, last of a- April for three three nights, mm-hmm. and then I've done done that show uh, with some house concerts, okay, and with fifty or sixty folks. Wow! And it's and I do I go into schools. I do um, I do a folk music. Uh, mm-hmm. I write the I write the stories around around the songs and around the personalities, and then I also do a a blues. Uh, a blues show where right. I talk about the history of blues and then I and I go into the go into the structure of the blues. Okay. So deeper than blues. just here's a song. Okay. Yes, yes. That's very um that's that's really the the amazing part I think of of my background is that um as a little kid my mama would take me around to her to her older lady friends mm-hmm. and 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 there's a story in my in my family where my mama would always take my chair along with me, and and she would set me in front of her her little old lady friends, uh-huh. and I would play, you know, just um, basically I would play uh, um, request of gospel gospel music oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> the whole time. So I, I get I get to do that as a. My goodness, I get to do it as a sixty-year-old. As a as a as a job, and that's not the right term for it, right? But it's that's not. But, it's but, really not a yeah, job. It's, it's yeah. really not a job. I tell people, I tell yeah. people that my job is to bring joy to people yeah. for the rest of my life. Well, I, and when I when I get that guitar in my hand and and I get going, uh, that's uh, that's my intention to bring joy to people. Yeah. Well, as I said, I've heard the the tour a couple times, and and obviously you were you were doing that, so. Um, but yeah, I did have a note about the smoke on the mountain is yes. the history of blue, t- uh, bluegrass. And I will yes. link to that in the show notes so that oh, there's yes. any information out there, uh, absolutely. that we can look at. Great show, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's an absolutely great show. I'll, I'll tell you, um, uh, I lost my late wife, uh, six years ago right. and, uh, lost her to cancer and, and I was able to. I, I wouldn't. I couldn't say that I was able to. What I did was I quit everything to be with my wife mm-hmm. for eighteen months. Mm-hmm. And um, after I lost her, uh, I had a sixteen-year honeymoon. Okay. I didn't know sure. what to do after that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do after that. So, so when I lost her, I got a regular job. Yeah. Okay. And you know, when I say regular job, you know, <laughs> eight you to know. five thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got a job. Sweeping warehouses. Okay. And I got fired on that job. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, how do you get fired from from, from a sweeping the warehouse? <laughs> it was just fodder for your song. That's how it is. Yeah. And so and so I get fired on a Friday morning and I'd already set this up and I started singing out at Graceland on Friday afternoon. Oh wow. Back and I day. felt like Elvis got me the job because uh, people would ask me, they would say, Cecil. How in the world did you get to sing out of grace? I was going to say, not everybody can say that. Yes, sir. And I said, well, you got to know somebody. Yeah. I said, my wife is, my late wife is up in heaven, and she's talking with Gladys Preston. And she calls, Gladys calls Elvis over and says, Elvis, Cecil needs a job. 
Right. And that's how I got the and job. That's how I got the job. And, that's and, great. And so at about that same time, um, a friend of mine, uh, Tony Maynard, he, he gave me this audition sheet for, for auditioning for Smoke on the Mountain. Okay. And, uh, and I got in touch with Michael Bollinger out at the um, I know Barbet Performing I know, Arts Center. I know Michael. Great guy. Great oh, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Um, and he, he uh, read Khalil, Khalil Gilbron at, at, at my wedding oh, just wow. recently, okay. about five months ago. Yeah. And so I brought my guitar. And of course, I'm I'm just going like ninety to nothing when I get my guitar in my hand. Sure. And so, I, I this was called an audition. But mm -hmm. after I got through, he said, "Well, it's supposed to be an audition, but yours is more like a performance." And, <laughs> and he, he motioned me over and said, "You've got the job. I, I just got to got to go through uh, uh, yeah. doing, you know, sure. making sure, mm -hmm. you know, and everything." Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm but pretty sure you got the job. Right. And so I did. I did uh, Burl Sanders okay. for for. Three consecutive years. Wow. Uh, uh, the first one, and then the, the Christmas one, and then the mm -hmm. last one. And absolutely, absolutely fabulous. And yeah. and it was like, music is like, um, it's like healing. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah, healing. I, I used to say, I used to say to my to my late wife, and I say this to my to my new wife. I yeah. said, you know, that uh, it feels what it what it feels like. Is having warm olive oil poured in your body. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what it's. That's like. a that's a great analogy. Yes. Thank you. Wanted to take a moment to thank the Memphis Listening Lab for allowing us to record this podcast. Thank you guys for your hospitality. If you haven't gone by there yet, please check them out. MemphisListeningLab.org. It's in the Crosstown Concourse thousands of albums and a bunch of comfy chairs so you've moved here uh unfortunately sadly your father passed away and you stayed here so and then you got a job at memphis mojo tours i think called backbeat tours as some people know it as that yes how did that happen Tell that me. happened um um nancy apple uh, uh texted me or, or emailed me and um about the audition, so I called and and uh, they told me they, they told me that I would need to uh, do do songs that I had really never done before, mm -hmm. and so uh, my wife, my late wife, who uh, she stayed up with me till uh, uh, till midnight, and uh, she was a very excellent excellent uh, arranger mm -hmm. and had this five octave voice and oh, everything wow. and. And so she had just been diagnosed with cancer, mm -hmm. uh, but she took the time to to to, right. to work with me, and and I learned I learned um, Jerry Lee Lewis, <laughs> Johnny uh, Cash, Johnny Cash, <laughs> Carl Perkins. I'd yeah. never done uh, blue suede shoes before. I'd right. never done Soul Man before. Okay, yeah. And I worked and worked and worked and, and get the get the groove of Soul Man and everything, and then I went, and then he. He said uh, after I after I'd auditioned, he said, uh, "Play play the song that you that you wrote called uh, Rock House." And I said, "You know that How one?" How did you know that? And, <laughs> and he had looked it up. He had looked yeah. it up. And, yeah. And so I, I did, and everything. He said, "You got the job. Oh, wow. Got the job." And and I've been that's been about since about uh, 2014, 2015, and then my wife passed away in 2016, and. Okay. Came back to Memphis after an extended time and 
in Montana. I drove across the, across the country to Montana, and the, the second day that I was driving, it just hit me, yeah. the magna, magnitude of what, what I had lost. I got out there to Montana, stayed for five weeks, and then drove back to... Mm-hmm. Go back to Memphis, and I've been back to Memphis. I've been here in Memphis ever since. Wow, that's amazing. Well, how about a little bit of that song that you okay. just talked about? Okay. On Sand Mountain, it stands on a broken piece of land. A church, simple in design. A people chose to pray in a spirit-led way. Soon started a war of a kind. While good folk prayed and cried, angry folk stood outside, ready with their rocks in hand. Rocks of hate are no good, that little church stood, cause you can't tear the rock house down. No, you can't tear the rock house down. The church will stand where the faithful are found. No matter what they have in store, our cornerstone is the Lord, and they can't tear the rock house down. When you choose to live this way, you face battles every day. Stand firm, this love won't let you down. The world throws sinful stones, won't leave his church alone. But they can't tear the rock house down. No, they can't tear the rock house down. The church will stand where the faithful are found. No matter what they have in store, our cornerstone is the Lord. And they can't tear the rock down on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand and they can't tear the rock house down the church will stand where the faithful are found no matter what they have in store our cornerstone is the Lord and they can't tear the rock I can understand why he wanted you to play that song. Oh, thank you, thank you. That song is about a little church uh, back in the 1800s on Sam Mountain, Alabama, that uh, they started speaking in tongues in the mainline churches. Mm. And so they got kicked out of church, and and they built them a little church in the middle of a field there. And on Sunday mornings when these folks would have their church service, the folks from the mainline churches would come and throw rocks at them. Oh, nice. Now, this was a white clapboard church. I like oh, wow. to tell people in the South when we when the, something bad happens, we don't just crawl up under a rock and 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 uh, and die. What we do is we either write a song about it, <laughs> name something after it, or write a book about it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. In that order, probably. That's <laughs> exactly right. So wrote a song about it. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Thank you for that. So we talked before. I mean, you've played around town. You, you've done the the folk thing. You've done country blues, bluegrass. You've done all of that. It's just a big. I think you mentioned earlier, like a melting pot. I mean, and so you go to schools as well, and and do something there. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, yes. Um, I got invited one time. Somebody just called me out of the blue and said, uh, "Do you know any uh, Civil War songs?" That's <laughs> something you get asked every day. <laughs> and I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I know Civil War songs." And so uh, uh, I came down to, to Helena and is in one of those beautiful uh, old synagogues down there in okay. Helena. And it was like f- fifth grade and everything, uh, kids, f- fifth grade kids. And, mm-hmm. and so I 
I, I did uh, did that with him, and then then I uh, put together a show of um, Arkansas folk musicians. Okay. Uh, you know, and and I would consider Johnny Cash to be a part of that. You know, and uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp, the oh, yeah. the godmother of rock and roll, and uh, Jimmy Driftwood, um, who was who did the Battle of New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so I did did those kinds of things and and uh, and I really love connecting connecting with kids because uh, the first time I ever realized that about the open quarters mm-hmm. kids go bonkers yeah. when they feel <laughs> the energy of an open court right. like the old time guys yeah right and and I'm just gonna. I'm just going to bring it, and uh-huh. and it's just absolutely fabulous because introduce them to to music that they may not have heard. Yeah, right. They may not have heard this 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 music that Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. Or they may not have heard um, uh, the Tennessee Stud uh, by by Jimmy Driftwood. Or they 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 could have. It could be that some of the young kids have never heard Johnny Cash. I was going to say, yeah, these days. You're gonna. It's they're farther and farther back mm-hmm. in the history. There, I mean, Johnny yes. Cash has been gone for a while. Uh, his music obviously is still very relevant in, around here and other places. But if you're seven or ten years old, you probably don't know who he is. So you're providing a service by yes. by uh, extending his uh, reach and also just uh, the other people that you mentioned that people haven't heard of before. Um, I think it's very important to make sure that. Those things stay around. People continue to hear them. I think it's very important. I mean, we know what it did for our lives to hear that music, and so yes. there's really no reason why just because you happen to be born after 2000 that uh, that song's still going to move you as well. So yes, I have a lot of respect for that. Yes. Uh, I love uh, the educational part of music, anyway. Yes, so. that is that is a great, great, uh, great point there. Um, when I was when I was coming up. Uh, course my mother was very very religious lady Mm -hmm. and uh, so uh, I was not allowed to uh, listen to anything really on the radio my only music came from the church Mm -hmm. uh, came from the holiness church and and so but I had a 13 year older brother my brother was 13 years older than me okay and one Christmas he bought me the Folsom Prison Blues record but my mother couldn't throw it away because right. it was a gift, gift. from my brother. Right. So what she did, though, is she um, she vetted that record. Uh, and every time Johnny Cash cussed, she put a scratch in it. Oh, no. <laughs> there was a lot of scratches <laughs> in that record. I was going to say, that was, that, was, that was her own version of the beat. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. That's exactly what it was. Uh, and wow. and I, I, I spent a lot of time uh, in... A lot of a lot of Saturday nights. Uh, I was a very weird teenager. <laughs> I spent Saturday nights yeah. playing guitar in for my mother yeah. and, and playing these songs, and I wouldn't take anything for it. I was going to say, I think it served you well. Yes. Um, well, that's great. Well, I, I, again, the the Johnny Cash and, and everything that you do in the tour uh, that is so well done. We uh, went with you. a friend of mine, and we both. We got off the bus. Went, oh my gosh, that was amazing! <laughs> so, uh, it, if you ever get a chance, again, if you're listening out there, if you ever get a chance to do those tours, please go do so. Uh, you learn an awful lot. Again, I'm I'm history guy, and every time I've done those, I learn something new. So, that's that's saying something. That's uh, 
the educational part of that. Obviously, it's fun just being there. I mean, the people on the bus are always a hoot anyway. They are, aren't they? <laughs> and then they just, really you know, you got great music, then you get the history, and you get the, uh, you know, I've, I've lived in Memphis my entire life, and I drive down the streets that we do on those tours and everything, but it's just a different way of experiencing that. So uh, very much appreciated uh, both of those tours, and I will be doing those again. So, Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, those were great. Um, so into the schools and teaching the kids and all that, that's, you've been doing that for a while and continue to do that. Yes. Yes. I made the decision to bring joy to people and, and, and I have been doing nothing but music for, for the six years that I've been, uh, that I, after I lost my wife and it's amazing because, um, you know, um, technically I was living in public housing, Mm -hmm. just about uh, a little over a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And though, even though living in that, even living in that kind of situation, mm-hmm. I had my guitar on my back and I would catch the bus right. all the way down to Poplar Avenue mm-hmm. and walk the four or five blocks over to Bill Street and get on that bus and yeah. just pour out my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great story. Yes. Um, and, I, and obviously now, I think you mentioned earlier, you're, Recently married. Yes, uh, yes. So congratulations. Yes. Thank on you that. very much. Uh, I, I got I got really lucky. I just uh, I just married a little doll. Yeah, I really did, oh, and just absolutely fabulous. And her name is Susan. Well, yes. Hello to Susan out there, who I know is going to be listening to this. So, well, let's let's um, let's do one more song, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of wrap this up. Okay. Yes, um, um, what song would you like? How about a Johnny Cash song? Okay. Um, Whichever one, whatever your favorite one is, whatever the mood strikes. You know, um, I'll do this song. I like to do this song uh, that, um, you know, Johnny Cash, uh, he wanted to be a gospel singer. Sam Phillips told him, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny, I just can't sell gospel music. He right. said, what you need to do is you need to go home and you need to sing some. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. And then, and then he wrote a song. I think the song that he wrote, he came back and wrote was uh, was a saying that uh, 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 smiling, smiling Eddie Hill had on on the on the radio here. Uh, cry, cry, cry. We're gonna, we're gonna play you songs. You know, that make you cry, cry, cry. Yeah, yeah. But this song that I'm gonna do for you is called uh, "I Walk the Line," and it's a song that. Uh, Johnny wrote for his uh, first wife, Vivian, they say, to try to convince her that he wasn't going to sin against her while he was on the road. road. Now, that didn't last long with Johnny Cash, but (laughs) but, the name of this song is I Walk the Line. I'm going to do it in just a little bit different way that uh, Johnny Cash would do it. I'll do it in his original way that he intended to do it. He said said this was a ballad, and so... uh, uh, Sam Phillips got him to speed it up and tricked him. That's right. right. (laughs) Here's the ballad ballad story. Here's the ballad uh, style of Johnny Cash, I Walk the Line. I keep up close Watch on this heart of mine I keep my Wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. 
because you're mine. I walk the line. Mm. I find it very, very easy to be true. I find myself alone when he stays through. Yes, I'll admit I'm a fool for you because you're mine. I walk the line. As sure as night is dark and day is light, I keep you on my mind both day and night. Yes, I'll admit that I'm a fool for you because you're mine. I walk the line because you're mine. I walk the line. God, it might be the best version I've ever heard of that song. Cecil, it's been a it's been oh, a huge pleasure having thank you. Thank you so show. much, Mark, for having me. This this has been fun. I will um I will link to some songs that you've done and some more things on the podcast on the uh, notes page in the comments. Uh, again, thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Mark. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Memphis Treasures. Thanks, Cecil Yancey, for being here and your music and what you're doing for Memphis. You can find him most weekends doing tours for Memphis Mojo downtown and the surrounding area. You can also catch his show on WBZM.org on the weekends. Thank you guys for listening.